Well, hello, this is uh, episode 18 of the Doom and Gloom podcast. In this episode, I'm talking with Kurt, who is um, he's a clothing brand enthusiast, um, I guess you could put it. So he's got a real passion for clothes. Um, so he's been um, like an influencer and a, and a model for many years um, and then decided that he wanted to start his own brand. Um, so we talk about that as well. So his brand is called Thrill for Threads. We talk about kind of why he started, where he's going with it and uh, everything he wants to do in the next couple of years. Yeah, so thanks for what I said the other day. It's just can do like about you, what jobs you've had, kind of your yeah. role as an influencer, I guess. Why you started Should a brand. Should we start? start yeah, with I mean, the influencer I can... first. Sorry. Should we start with the influencer first and then go over to Thrill for Threads? Yeah, I just think it's quite a good uh, piece for like brands and and people to talk about their history and and kind of that stuff. Because I think I mentioned it on a previous podcast where people are really bad at showing that personal side of it and you you kind of you find these new yeah. brands and you're just like they sell cool stuff i don't really know anything about like the personal people behind it and stuff so i think that's quite a good way of talking about you and, and kind of your views and, and why you started and stuff yeah no, definitely. yeah so so my name is kurt i'm 25 i'm from bristol southwest of england um i've been doing instagram for about six maybe seven years now for companies all across the world pretty much just small individual clothing brands that i like to sort of help out take pictures for uh i built thrill for threads uh december last year because my passion for clothes i kind of just put two and two together and just thought i might as well just go for it and see what it's like <laughs> seeing as i work with so many brands um yeah like everything that i've kind of done for brands over the last six years i've kind of put into my own skill set and try, try like building my own brand out of it because mm. like i've been around for That's quite cool. a while now <laughs> you've you've helped all these other brands so you kind of you know a little bit about what it takes and kind of what you wanted when you started yeah definitely and like because i help so many people out i kind of get that back in return so i've got like people here and there giving me bits and like tips and tricks and i'm obviously like handing it back out back to them um all over the place really <laughs> there's there's one brand that I have um, been quite like really, really close with over the last six years, and it's like a beard company. Oh yeah. And although it's not like anything to do with clothes, but like they've kind of taught me over the years like how to sort of market things, and I've kind of put all that into perspective this year, and it's like pretty much like worked out pretty well. Ah, uh, that's good. So yeah, you've kind of been an influencer and helping out these brands you've kind of made net like connections and you've networked and you've you've gained a lot of knowledge yeah. and you're kind of calling them all these favors now yeah <laughs> i was like remember that time i took a picture for you and they're like oh yeah <laughs> um so yeah i know i do i do like a lot of favors for people and obviously i get it back in return and build like a really good friendship and partnership out of everyone and everything really <laughs> uh i would like to say like with with um sort of the business side of things like let alone the ambassador side obviously i've got like the best of both worlds because i do a bit of both so i kind of know what i want to look for when i contact someone to be an ambassador mm. so i like look at co like their connection with their followers and like comments and yeah I suppose you kind of, you've got that like um insights you can kind of cut through the bullshit so you know if people are just wanting free stuff Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know if they're gonna obviously... like post one photo and then that's it, or if they're gonna continually like interact with the brand and interact with their followers about you and stuff. Yeah, no, definitely. Like you can kind of tell when 
like someone just wants something for free because they don't really interact that much. If they, if especially if you say you got to buy it first, or like, say if you give them a discount to buy it, they won't buy it. Yeah. And you know that they're not like fully on board. You're just like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, oh yeah, like in that perspective, like I do kind of like know almost everything to do with obviously the ambassador side of things because I work with over like 45 companies throughout my six years of being on Instagram. And like some of the stories that they've told me about giving out free like t-shirts and stuff to work with people and just never ever get a picture back. It's kind of like horrible to like hear because obviously they put so much time and effort into making these products and people don't really fulfill what they're meant to be doing. Yeah, I think there's some there's a side of it, isn't there, where like the people who are the influencers feel that they they're doing the brands a favor as well, where it's like it's a it's a two way street thing, isn't it? Like the influencers yeah. need the stuff to post about and the brands need the content. Whereas some of the influencers are charging like loads of money and stuff. And you're like, well, like I get it, but equally we're supposed to be helping each other out here. Yeah, yeah. like work on it together, sort of like collaboration type thing. Yeah. Are you um are you worried at any point that your brand is gonna overtake your kind of um relationships and with other brands so that you won't be promoting them anymore? Like they'll stop sending you stuff? Well, it kind of has a little bit and it's horrible to hear that because obviously I've been around for so long. Yeah. And to be totally like honest with you, like I do do a lot of work for free for other brands. Yeah. Um but like the the smaller brands I like to help out like even more so depending on like following and like like I said interaction with their page and knowing if they're actually like a big company I obviously charge a bit extra because like they've really sort of made that next step up to afford to do that yeah but whereas it's like maybe a thousand followers or 500 followers I'll just like just give me a t-shirt and I'll just do it for you type thing Mm. and then obviously they get my followers and they get my discount codes coming through their store so it like helps them and like to be honest like I do just I love clothes (laughs) <laughs> I get like maybe eight passes a week just coming through the door from different companies like hey Kirk can you take a picture of this can you take a picture of that and like I'm more than happy just to do it because I, I, I actually just love clothes that's the whole reason why like I kind of wanted to start being an ambassador mm, that's pretty cool so is it like the um is it the bigger brands that have kind of stopped associating yeah with I, I feel like they kind of it's just like uh you're doing your own thing now you're probably like gonna use it against us which I don't actually see it like that. I just like I'm just doing it. I just wanted to experiment if I could actually run my own brand yeah. <laughs> and like put my own twist on my own t-shirts. And I don't know. I kind of get it a little bit. Like a lot of the, uh, I don't know, more established brands are kind of worried that there's only so many people that buy that type of like independent t-shirt. So like, if you're now compet- a competitor, why would they want to? keep posting you in their photos and potentially lose some sales if people see that you've got your own brand so i get it a little bit but equally it's it, it's just kind of shitty because it's such yeah, a funny dog world anyway you, you might as well help <laughs> no yeah for sure and like i know that they obviously uh, the bigger brands are very very quiet as well you won't really get any like stats or help from them as much as you would like a smaller company so like it kind of just shows that they are like hiding a lot of things that they don't want people to know about. And especially if you're going to be a competitor, they probably just don't want you anymore. But no, there's still like a lot on board. Like I've still got 90% of my clients that still want clothes like being taken pictured like every single week. So but at the moment, because I broke my hand, I'm kind of like, I'm set back by like seven weeks. Yeah. So as soon as I get this cast off, I'm just going to be out for days upon days taking pictures for people. <laughs> um, 
and with like Phil for Friends as well, I've got so many clothes that I've made, obviously, that I need to take pictures of. They're just sat here, just waiting and waiting. So I'm just like popping them on my story because I can't like wear them. <laughs> what? Um, how how, get... how yeah. did the name come about then? So Thrill for Threads. So, like I said, like I wear I've worked with so many companies over the years, and I roughly get about eight parcels a week. That's a lot of clothes, like over the last six years. Const- like, there's the odd month where I get like one T-shirt, right? But where there's forty brands that are con- like consistently bringing out different designs. And because, like I said, I do a lot of work for free for the smaller guys. They're always, like, pumping me out stuff. Yeah. Because if you need content and it's free, you're going to, like, contact the people that, like, actually are going to supply that for you. So I decided to make a Depop. So I contacted a few brands that no longer had, like, those sort of T-shirts or jumpers in stock anymore and didn't need any more photos. And I said, would it be okay if I could, like, resell this? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. So I made a Depop. Uh, thrill for Freds. Uh, thrill is like when you get a thrill for something, like some, yeah. something that makes you happy. So people that love roller coasters, they go on roller coasters, right? Yeah. But people that love like retail therapy, it's like a thrill to buy clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so a, you've got like a passion for the threads, for like for clothing, but you don't yeah. want to put a passion for threads. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so thrill is like, when you buy that new t-shirt or new pair of shoes and like it makes you happy and stuff it's kind of like that that little expression like you get that thrill for it and then obviously threads is like a slang word for like clothes yeah. or like merch type thing so yeah it's just called thrill for threads <laughs> like i'm just trying to like the way i've built my brand is i'm not singling out anyone at all because we've got stuff from like three months old all the way up to 5xl so anyone in between that can like order whatever they like and we have uh, like worldwide shipping, so there's like there's no reason for that we can't get it to you. And also like also with the the eco side of it as well, like it's all eco friendly, uh, vegan friendly ink as well, organic cotton. So there's like there's literally nothing that we can't really do. And we've now put like categories into place as well. So if you do like that sort of like edgier T-shirt, you can shop for that. Or if you like just the clean cut sort of like small box logo on the chest we've got that for you as well so i did the way i wanted to make it was to have something for everyone and kind of like for the people type thing mm, no that makes sense it's, it's quite cool that you've, you've been able to uh like you said cater for as many people as possible in different styles and uh the organic ink and yeah, yeah just all that. It, it makes a lot of sense because that's kind of what people um expect like nowadays is you, you are kind of a bit more conscious about all the, the the crap you're putting into the world, really. Yeah, no, definitely. And where where we do it, the way we process is via uh, DTG. So that means when your order comes through, we then make it so we don't have like 50 of one T-shirt. So obviously, we have 300 products on the store. So if we had 50 of 300 products, that'd be a lot of products that would just sat there. And if they don't get brought, eventually in time, they will just get thrown away, as in like you would with like old stuff that you have. So mm. we thought to have less waste, as soon as the order comes through, we would make it for you. And that way we would just have blanks like sat around instead of having stuff already printed that we can obviously like easily resell in the future if we don't ever use them. Because like a blank t-shirt is a blank t-shirt, isn't it? That makes sense. Uh, it, um, I guess it's just you running the business? Yeah, yeah, it's just me. Um, okay. I built a team very early on. Uh, so... I gave them all discount codes and they like every single day 
they're DMing like family and friends, like sharing my name around, and in return I give them like a T-shirt or a hat and so on and so on. And just yeah, we like we've we've built a really good team to be fair. Like we've got a, a like a group chat, and every single morning everyone's like, "Hi, good morning, how are you?" And there's like I think there's about seventeen people in there at the moment, and yeah, they're all just really good people from all different like backgrounds. Yeah. So we've got like uh, people that do skating, BMXing, uh, tattooists, artists. There's a guy that does graffiti on there as well. There's a blacksmith that, that can like sort of help with jewelry in the future. There's like all different people from different backgrounds that kind of have helped me along the way over the last three months because we've only been open since December. And they've all like sort of, I do DM them and like call them regularly and try and put as much of their person into the brand as well so it's not just me although it is me like running it it's like it's a part of them too mm. no i just noticed because when you were talking before you um i think i get in the habit as well of like saying it and posting it but you were saying like oh we've done this and we've done this yeah it's just you so yeah i don't know where that comes from but like it's quite interesting that brands and, and people do that where you're like yeah you, you try and make yourself i don't know seem like a big thing yeah, yeah like, oh, we're doing this we're doing this and it's like well, it's just me running that it's just one guy i don't know i guess it's because people don't really know me like yeah is that something so you i need to like put that a bit more yeah i want to i just don't have the confidence to do it i'm like even though i take pictures for companies every single day it's just like i actually don't really like being on camera so mm. it's I, I will like eventually do that in the future i hope so uh maybe do like some live streams and like try and get like a proper interaction with people so they actually mm. know it's me that's um, um that's why I yeah. think I struggle as well like because I don't that I mean like the podcast for me is something I never thought I'd do so I've been trying to push that and I guess gaining confidence doing it but like yeah I, I kind of I'm jealous of the um like Jack and, and Simo been doing all their like quick little live streams yeah. or chats and stuff I'm like oh I, I wish I could do that it's just like trying to take that step and just go for it isn't it yeah I mean I think I could I think it mine's more um I've got this worry that my full-time job is going to be impacted if people find out, which is, is a okay. weird thing. And I've talked about it before. I don't know why I've got it in my head, but I'm like, oh, if they find out, it's going to be really awkward at work. <laughs> then like, like, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's, it's, I think it's a good way to push, isn't it? Because it is just, most of these brands are only one per, one or two people doing it. But you always say like, yeah, oh, definitely. we're doing this and we're doing this. And it's like, I don't know, do people appreciate more if they're, they know it's just one person behind the, the brand and they can see who it is. Yeah, I feel like that probably would be a bit better, wasn't it? Because like, I guess it shows the amount of effort that you put in. Because at the moment, since December, the I want to say the 28th or something like that, I have been doing like almost 18 hours a day on the computer, like programming, coding, making contacts with people, editing, designing, mock-ups. The whole, everything is just me. I do get like, the odd artist now and again give me a bit of artwork and then I would shout them out in return or give them like a, a bit of money to obviously say thank you for your artwork but everything else that you see is just all me like I actually built this brand out of just 18 pounds because I've obviously put so much effort into do everything myself mm, you should probably have one of those like um not success story things but just like a, a piece around like this brand's only going this long I started with 18 pounds I've done this and this and this like we've already reached this level yeah no definitely i talking about that yesterday some uh i don't know what it's like a, a guy that sort of helps boost your account on instagram okay. and he was like how many years have you been around 
and like how have you got all this sort of stuff and yeah. how much did it cost you to do this and i be truthful like i've never really liked to like those types of people because i know they just want your money right yeah. so i was just like i've i built everything off 18 pounds i've been around since december hmm. and he was just like teach me <laughs> take my money instead instead of like him taking my money he wanted to take he wanted me to take his money and i was just like okay <laughs> obviously i didn't i was just like i can't tell you because obviously that's my secret but no i literally i grind every single day i'm on the computer every day um you can ask all my team this as well they're literally like you need a break you need a break but the minute i slow down is the minute like someone's gonna overtake me that's the way i like i kind of look at things yeah i suppose it's a good way to be but then yeah you do need breaks every now break. and then keep going i guess that's yeah. i mean it's horrible that's happened but i guess the you breaking your thumb is kind of uh slowed me down a bit yeah made you realize that <laughs> you, you were going too fast even in a and e i was on my phone in the waiting room right waiting for my uh, x-rays to come through and i was still tapping away like making sure that everything's in place <laughs> like i like to make sure that it's kind of like an ocd type thing but like not to like a really bad extent it's just like make sure that this is done at this time and then behind every picture that you see has information as well so like a lot of the work that i do you don't actually physically see that makes sense mm -hmm. so even with instagram posts i code every single post and that that alone takes like 10 minutes and then you've got to like tag it to different social media apps and all that sort of stuff so yeah a lot of the work that i do like it's not very rewarding so you can't even see it but it kind of like it does help a lot that's how i've grown so fast yeah you've uh i remember when we talked before you say you've uh you put a lot of work into sort of researching everything you can do to be at the i guess the cutting edge or the forefront of what's going on and all the little like yeah. stuff you've said that like i've never even thought about but that's the amount of work you're putting in isn't it you're spending all these these hours researching it's obviously paid off because you've grown massively and how long was it three months uh -huh. Yeah, three three months and twelve days. It said on um my website. Jeez. That was yesterday, so it's like thirteen days today. <laughs> and I've um I've just hit my seventh country as well. Yesterday, it was Colombia. Nice. So it is getting like there. Like sales are hit and miss with like every company, right? Yeah. Um, no matter how old or how new you are, there's not going to be like a unless you're huge like there's not going to be consistent sales so yeah they are like you get bad days and good days but um i like to try and look at the bad days as like a a day that i need to sort of change something to make that a good day right okay. so say if i get five sales in five days that's like one sell a day i look at it so say if i had like four days where i didn't have a single sale and i had five sales in one day i would like equal that out to the other days so that i get like one a day mm -hmm. so kind of like if I don't have a single like day where I don't have a sell in that month, I kind of like think what to do that I can like interpret to obviously make more sales the next month, and it does work. Like it's kind of like setting yourself a goal every single month that you have to like sort of do something different. That's why I bring out so many different designs. So I've got like I can cater for so many different people. Mm. Are you going to start? Um cutting some of the designs so like i'm guessing you can see if they've you've sold any or how many like clicks you've had if they're not working out you just can start like cutting them and getting rid of them or putting them on the back burner yeah well like wh where i said like i i do everything you know if you do too much of one thing for like too long it kind of it's it's good but it's not as good as it could be because you're just like it's like mass producing it yeah 
every like to be truthfully honest with you, almost every single T-shirt that I've got, I've sold at least one of. Oh, okay. Um, so it's not like I get ten orders of like a a surfboard T-shirt and then five of like a skull T-shirt and then like none of another T-shirt. I do get like more orders of more things, but there's always at least one person that wants that one T-shirt. Oh, that's which good. is kind of like a cool thing. But yeah, no, I definitely will be cutting off some designs, like the ones that I feel like. Although they've had one sale maybe over like the last three weeks or so, or like the last three months or three years, like I feel like I might cut that out. And I want to work with bigger artists when we get a bit bigger and try mm-hmm. and get those designs that are like, you know, that they're like really, really cool. They're like popping out of the t-shirt at you. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like what I want to work towards now is making, because now we've got at least five t-shirts per category. I want to make like, at least one t-shirt really really well for each category for like the next few drops yeah so is that your your, like goal for taking over then is to start once you've reached a certain level start working with bigger and and better known artists and yeah like investing all my profit that i've made into artists that may like charge 100 pounds for like a design or 200 or so on and so on depending on well like, like i said i've made a lot of contacts so I I can save uncut corners and save stuff and get a lot of information for everyone type thing. Mm, that's <laughs> so true. I'm in a good place. Like I know a lot of good people, and because I've obviously done pitches for them and worked with them and helped them, I kind of get that back. Yeah, you're kind so of in the, like, the sweet spot of everything. I know you've got all these contacts and, and knowledge and stuff, and you can just keep pushing. Yeah, and like obviously where I've worked with brands, they know what they're doing. I know what I'm doing. I've helped them, they helped me. But then those brands have got like artists and they've got their own teams and so on and so on. And then like a part like half of my team are like art like ambassadors for other companies as well. Yeah. So like it's kind of cool, like it's just like one massive family, like sort of like circle that I'm in that I can kind of be like, Oh, this guy's good at this. I'll ask him if he could help me with this and in return I'll do this for him. So it saves him money in the long run as well. So like it kind of is like having loads of things for free. Just taking a little bit of time to do it. Mm. That's really cool. Um, I mean, what what are your like major goals with the the brand? Are you thinking long term, or are you thinking like short term? You just want to get to I don't know, like ten k before the end of the year, or? Um. So yeah. So at the end of the year, I want to hit ten k, and I'm yeah. gonna keep doing eighteen hour days till I get that. <laughs> uh, and once I've hit ten k, I am gonna like up the game even more. Bring out my own BMXs, my own skateboards, my own everything. Like, anything that I can put a logo on, I'm going to put it on it. <laughs> I'm going to, as long as I've got the money to fund it, obviously, mm. I'm going to do it type thing. I've even thought about doing my own, like, customized trainers. Jeez. So, like, working with, you see, like, some accounts on Instagram that do customized shoes. Yeah. So, say if, like, a pair of Nike shoes were £60 on the Nike store, I would buy them for £60 and then pay the artist however much or the artist already has the shoe and then like the customer buys it through the website and then like you have like the tft logo on the tick or something like that just Mm. like loads of crazy crazy shoes to go with your t-shirts and hoodies that's one thing that i found weird at the moment is you know like seo stuff yeah where it's like all the coding for your website i've kind of like i spent so much time into that now whereas i've actually seen one of my t-shirts walking around the streets where i live i don't know the guy Oh. But it's so cool to see it. And I've hit that already in three months. 
and that's just purely for SEO because I I actually messaged him. I said, thank you for your order. Um, here's like a coupon for your next order and stuff like that. He was like, thank you. And then I looked at his address and I was like, I know where that address is. Like, as in like the postcode address, not the actual one address. Yeah. And he's got the same postcode as like uh, the next village across. So I was on the way to the, the X-ray like last week. I seen him like walking off the train station, like across the road. And I was like, that's my t-shirt that's my t-shirt over there and I was like shouting out the window <laughs> and he was like he obviously doesn't know me because that's what I need to do I need to make the brand more of me he just thought I was crazy and I was like that's <laughs> my t-shirt <laughs> yeah is that like random bearded guy shouting at me from across the street <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I'd love to make it more of me though so like people actually can see me and like get to know me more because like I am happy to like just help everyone and anyone yeah I think and, like, uh, from what I've seen that's how brands have got where they are so like i look at a lot of the, lot of the american ones whatever so there's like um the hundreds and you know who like bobby hundred runs that and he's done his blog and he's like the face of the brands and johnny cupcakes yeah. you, you see that guy rebel a like you see the guy that runs it like i think that is a very good way to help be relatable yeah like make um like partnerships with people that can benefit you as well as you benefit them yeah it's it's hard though because I, I really struggle with it and I, I like the people that do it, but I keep thinking I'm very much like, oh, I'll do that eventually. When I get to this stage, I'll start doing it. And then yeah. it's obviously like it's ages away, but yeah, the time is now, isn't it? To start really. Yeah, no, definitely. And like now I've seen all these like retail shops shutting and people need selection of things to buy due to like, because when you go to a shop, they don't have like, so say like smaller brands, they have like six t-shirts with, the same consistence of like themed like t-shirt right mm. so the other night i was looking at this company um from america and they've just got they got four t-shirts and every single design has like barbed wire in it mm -hmm. and if you go onto their website and you don't want something that's got barbed wire in it there's like nothing for you to buy so then they just go somewhere else so that's kind of like where my selection comes in place like you can come onto my website, you can buy a Demon t-shirt, you can buy a Lilo and Stitch t-shirt, completely different like ends of the board, but you can buy them together, and I see that happening almost every single week. People are just buying totally different things because they can get it in one place. Yeah, so I suppose you're going that route. The, I mean, the other, the other view of it is that they're making t-shirts to a specific like set of people that will want that yeah. design. And they don't really care about the rest of them and they're trying to build their brand around that probably specific yeah. like genre of i don't know goth or or whatever because of that those type of designs so and that's what they're doing and then you're trying to reach to like as many people as possible well my goal like there's nothing wrong with like that like i love the consistency that's why i kind of regret making it so big so soon is because like i was i wanted it to be like just a tft on everything and have like four like big back prints that were like very recognizable but yeah. then i kind of got carried away with designing things and realizing that it was working and i just kind of was just like okay what about if i do this for this person and then like two nights ago um some lady from colorado messaged me about my anubis t-shirt she was like you know what that anubis would look really cool in purple i'd buy it straight away so within 15 minutes i had it on the website in purple and she brought it straight away <laughs> just because like i've got that yeah, you've got um, the ability to change it and, and mix and match it and stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't bother me because, like, yeah, I made that. Yeah, it might not be the colour that she likes, but I still made it. 
so like it's still like a win for me because I get a sale and I've I've made it. So it's not like although it's not crazily personal because obviously I did like it in grey and red, but I'm trying to like cater for more people now. And then like in the future, like I said, bring out more like very exclusive single designs that I would never say like you can't change this, you can't do that. <laughs> Make it like really like ten of ten. That's it. Gone type thing. Yeah, I suppose the the risk you've got is that you're not gonna you're gonna appeal to so many people you're not gonna kind of build a um consistent following yeah it's just you know gonna what be mean like, like people are gonna drop in drop out they're gonna be like oh, what was the name of that brand that i bought that t-shirt off and then they're gonna go yeah. back on and be like oh yeah no that one looks cool i'll have that so yeah it, it, it's a good way and it's obviously it's worked well to scale but it's more know, like it's, a store than a brand though i think yeah then yeah it's the tricky side of it that you're not building stuff that people are coming back for yeah well what i've done with a lot of my stuff as well is i've put thrill for threads in huge letters on your back so when you're walking on the street people know like thrill for threads and then they type it into instagram and so on and it would come up that's the way i've done it so i put the artwork in the middle and then i put my name across the top and i like use it as like an advertisement yeah and that's what i've done with like a lot of things there's only the odd bit here and there that I don't actually do that but on the front I do do the TFT at the front so my logo is there on the designs or like the name is written on the back it's just they're all different yeah that makes sense so the consistency is kind of there because my logo is on it uh it's just like I said I want to cater for everyone because I know like it's quite hard to find like say a demon t-shirt in Tesco's <laughs> or like you know like i'm giving people like it's it's the same as when when you go to the shop and you walk past the bar of chocolate if you love chocolate you're gonna buy a bar of chocolate even though you don't really want to spend that like 80p or a pound to get that big bar of chocolate you're just gonna get it anyway because you love chocolate that's the way i kind of look at my website like if you see something you like you're just gonna add it to your basket like that's why i put so many different sort of like categories and options to buy things yeah, so you kind of want to make yourself like the first thing people think of when they're like, oh, I want a new t-shirt. Oh, let me go on like through for threads and I'll have a look. And then you've got a ton of stuff and it's like, oh, I'm going to find something I want here. Yeah, and the kind of way I've built it is I looked at Boohoo and ASOS. Obviously, I'm nowhere near their level, but the way that their images are so big with the price, it's like in your face so you can't miss it. So like it and it's like it's all categorized as well. So say if you loved um, skateboarding, you click on like skateboarding category, you put your price to like uh, 12 to 20 pounds, then you put like print location, front or back, choose the cotton color, white or black, and it come up with all the t-shirts that are black with like a, a skateboard uh, in that color. Mm -hmm. So it, it is going to be a lot easier in the future for like buying things. Obviously there's only like five of each category at the moment, but it will get bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> I want to be like, my goal is to have 10k followers by the end of this year and potentially be one of the biggest illustration streetwear apparel companies in the UK. Not necessarily for just t-shirts, but just for the selection of things to like buy. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So makes sense. We, we've, we're bringing out fully recycled um, duffel bags next week. Um, and then like backpacks, uh, Zippo lighters, uh, literally everything you can think of that you can print on, we're going to bring it out. And we're going to have almost every single logo category-wise that you can buy so like no one's singled out. They're not going to go to the website and be like, oh, I wish they had like 
a demon t-shirt or i wish they had like an octopus t-shirt because we should have that already that's the way i'm kind of like building it yeah and it works so well because people are coming back and back and back every order that i get i've at least had a second order because they're like oh, i wish i had money to buy that dinosaur t-shirt because i spent <laughs> all the money buying the snake t-shirt and it's the same style and i love it and like even just the tft logo i know like people say don't put your name on things but i put it on a lot of things yeah in like a way that you it's hard to see it sometimes people actually buy more of the thrill for fred stuff than they do anything else i don't know if that's because i've just built a lot of like friendships uh people just love like the tf and tx it's so simple but yeah people actually buy that more than anything else that's quite cool so you're actually building a bit of a brand then rather than just kind of catering to everyone you're trying to build that like logo recognition with it yeah definitely and i want to get that tattooed on me soon as well that's cool. <laughs> and and i'm planning on doing like qr stickers to stick around everywhere but like eco ones that are like biodegradable so when the rain hits it it just like turns into like dust um they're quite expensive but it means i'm not like littering the streets because we are like an eco-friendly brand and what the qr would be is if you walk past with your phone and just scan it it'd take you straight to proper friends with a, a coupon already add, added to your basket so you get free shipping uh, as well as like £2.50 off your order or something like that. That's pretty clever. Um, yeah, we just recently started working with Sea Shark as well, actually. Yeah, maybe you told me about that. I think yesterday. I've st- I'm still yet to watch the documentary. I might do it after this. Oh, I think. It's it's sad, but it's good. Like you you need to like know because if you don't watch it, you don't know type thing. Like yeah, there's pictures and stuff, but like watching it on a video is a bit more like intense type thing. Yeah. But you know what I do now for every order. So say if I get 50 orders a month, I donate 50 pounds to Sea Shepherd, and then they send me like messages saying, like we use this this month for for this. So like to feed the crew or to fuel the boats, and the, so on and so on. Like this for travel, and with the UK side of it especially, we're trying to build a really good relationship where we could eventually do like a collaboration with them so instead of one pound an order i was going to try and do like five to ten pound an order to do like a hundred pounds a month if possible mm-hmm. it's going to take a big profit out of me but i want to like save the sea <laughs> like that's kind of like what thrill for friends literally started us because we were donating to a different charity that don't really have much social media they're like they just take your money and then like you just don't hear anything back from them oh, whereas with sea shepherd yeah, yeah, you like the side of it where you can actually see, vis- like, visibly see what they're doing with your donations and feel better for it and know that you're actually helping. Yeah, and especially, like, seeing as they're so active on social media, we can, like, sort of, like, tag them and stuff and then tag us back. You kind of, like, building up friendship with a charity that does so much good for the, like, sea life. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And it's another, um, another draw for people, isn't it, as well? As long as being, as well as being, like, like you said, eco-friendly and using organic cotton or whatever, then you've got the, the donation thing. So that's another draw for people to be like, oh, well, if I buy from these guys, then I'm, I'm helping the, the ocean. Yeah, well, uh, every order, like, and I do put it on my story. So it is like, I'm not just saying it for the sake of it. It does go towards helping, like, the dolphins and the sharks and the whales and stuff like that. But even with, like, in the warehouse, um, so the guys that uh, print my T-shirts, his name's called Mike. He is at, at Burnt Toast. And he even checks the moisture in every single t-shirt before it's printed to make sure that there's no like moisture damage in the cotton. So they're not just sat on like metal shelves and just 
put into a machine and then just throw into a, like a, a bag with like a an address label on. They're actually like carefully measured and making sure that everything's like in place. Mm. So there's this care like throughout the whole of your business pretty much then you've thought about how you're printing, what you're printing, like not damaging the planet, helping um, the oceans. You're doing kind of doing all of it. Yeah, I'm trying to do everything. And even the the parcel bag that your t-shirt comes in at your door, you can put that in your garden. I would recommend doing it though, but you can put it in your garden and after a few years it will just vanish. It's, it's fully like biodegradable. That's good. And even with, we're trying to work out um, some sort of like solar panel deal where on the roof of the warehouse, it's going to be like solar panels that are going to run the machines that print your t-shirts. So there's literally like zero bad things going into the t-shirt at all. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And even ju- like just driving to the post office to ship your orders, the post office comes to us now. So that's another thing, like there won't be any petrol. The only bad thing at the moment, I think, is uh, the label on your parcel, but that's just paper and it's recycled. So that's that's literally it. <laughs> There's nothing else that I can really think of that we haven't. Because I, I like to make sure that everything's in place and everything's done right. That's mm-hmm. why I built like such a good connection with my supplier. Yeah. And we literally call like twice a week, video call, chat call, everything. Like we make sure that everything's done right. Um, yeah, like the ink on your t-shirts as well. They're all it's all plant based. There's not a single bad thing in it. It's just plant based, like ink. Uh, what else is in there? Yeah, I think I think I covered everything. <laughs> Are you, uh, have you made any big mistakes so far? I mean, even like in the three and a bit months. Uh, yeah, at the very very start, and you can't really see it anymore because I deleted the first few pictures. I think I've got a video of me. So I made Phil for Freds. Uh, instead of the TFT, which is like bold and very, it stands out there quite a lot. People like to say it looks a bit like the Monster logo, where it's like so memorable because of the three lines. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very start, I made Phil for Freds in like a fancy font. Yeah. Because when I, when I first ever started doing ambassador stuff, I used to work with a company called Curve, and they do a lot of tie-dye. Right. This was like five, six years ago, so I don't think they're around anymore. Uh, and yeah, I brought seven tie-dye t-shirts off them. And in return, they said, if you take pictures, we'll keep sending you a t-shirt every month. So uh, it's like a sort of fancy fancy font, I think it's called, where it's like frill and then four, and then underneath is Fred's. I I loved it at the start, but then I kind of was just like, I need to make this a bit more smaller and a bit more like memorable. So yeah, yeah. So I kind of like scrapped that whole logo for the first, I want to say at least six, seven weeks into the brand, and I completely rebranded the brand and built like a whole new website. And now, yeah, no, it works. It works now. But printing wise, uh, the only problem we've ever had is we sent. Uh, one of our customers, actually someone on our team, we accidentally sent her two t-shirts instead of one. Mm. <laughs> so, it's yeah, not, it's not that a massive bad. thing, though, is it? I guess. Yeah. If they're the only mistake no. made so far, then it's not too bad. But I am three months in, so I need to, like you said, I need to maybe like slow down and try and like look at things more and try and make sure I don't make another mistake. Maybe. It's tough, isn't it? Because there are the two sides of it that you want like brand recognition and you want a reason for the people to come back and continually shop at you and um, yeah. check out your brand. But then you're kind of going the other route of like, I just want to 
have as much stuff as possible so that people return because they know that they've got stuff that they can always buy. Yeah, yeah. And where there's like so much selection as well, I've noticed that I don't just get like a, a twenty pound order. They're going up to like the hundred and twenty pound, hundred and forty pound orders sometimes. They're yeah. like because that's because they have the access of buying that T shirt as well as like a T shirt that looks like it but it's slightly different. Yeah. So it does it does work and I do I don't just like slap a logo on anything and just try and sell it for money. I my profit isn't crazy big. So I'm not actually all about money and like you can probably ask a lot of other companies and people that I work with. I don't actually do a lot of work for free. So like I don't actually care much about money to be honest. <laughs> it's just literally me trying to I don't know how to do it. Like I'm not trying to please myself. I'm trying to like try and please like other people at the same time. Yeah, I think with a lot of brands and stuff, it's uh, people think that it's an easy thing to do, and they're going to be like making loads of money, and after like a couple of years, and and that just never happens. I think realistically, no, yeah. it's kind of like the five year mark before you can even think about being like, oh, I can treat myself to this from like the brand money or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. Like at the very start, where I had uh, my prices are very very small, and I didn't really put much into it. I was probably making like two pounds fifty. Yeah. And like to me that's that's great like i don't like i said i just wanted to make my name at the very very start but now i've like built myself and coded the website done all my shipping return fees uh i do everything to like uh make sure everything's covered if that makes sense so if you buy from us you're fully covered we're fully covered if you don't really really like your t-shirt we're happy to like take it back and swap it, exchange you, refund you. Yeah, you're, you're, we've not had a much, single. Pretty yeah. much going out for that like whole experience. You want them to yeah, be yeah. happy as possible with what they've bought, knowing that they're not damaging the planet and they're helping out like the oceans. And yeah, that's it's quite cool that you've you've thought about that amount of detail for it all. Yeah, like I said, I put eighteen hours in a day, so I I've got enough time to <laughs> cover everything possible. Really, like. Like you said, like everything is covered um, that I can possibly think of at the moment. The only thing that I, I want to do more is is just try and do you know when you get all those messages from like manufacturers in your DM and stuff? <laughs> yeah. Is I get a lot of customers in there as well, but where there's like sixty like manufacturers a day, they get lost, and it's quite upsetting because like I'm deleting messages that like customers are like, oh, thank you so much for the t-shirt, or like, oh, your your hoodies are so soft, I fell asleep in it last night. I don't get to see those messages anymore because I get so many suppliers messaging me. They're literally just flooded everywhere. Does yours not go into like the private, uh, the uh, approved bit or whatever? Yeah, but like that's where the customers that potentially don't follow me or I don't follow back because right. I, I follow yeah. so many people, I don't actually see their messages and it's like it's horrible to see because at the end of each week I do try and make sure that everyone gets like answered to. But like the other day, this guy was like, hey, um, where's my parcel to? It's been like five days. Just want to make sure that it's still on track. And like, I didn't get back to him for like eight, nine days because I didn't see it because of all these messages. Mm. So I said, hey, your parcel should should have been there. He was like, yeah, it came in six days. Thank you so much. Because it was for his girlfriend's birthday. Oh, and I said, sorry. I said like, sorry for like making you worry. Because uh, I obviously didn't reply for like five, six days. I said, give me your address. And he like sent it to me in the DM. And I sent him out a free necklace and like some stickers mm-hmm. just to like say sorry for replying six days late to him. <laughs> so like I kind of like made up for that 
Although he probably didn't even want it. Like, I just done it to be kind. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to please customers as well. It is annoying. I know what you're saying. But, like, your messages get lost in that bombardment just... of, uh, hey, do you want to work with us? We've... We're a current manufacturer in Indonesia. And we will. And you're like, no, thanks. No. And they started doing it on your post as well. And they're like, they send messages like, hey, DM me. Like, why do you DM me? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably because they have DM me already. But I just don't open it. <laughs> Probably. Like, um, we kind of didn't really. Yeah. Well, we did touch it a little bit. What, what, like your goals in terms of? Obviously, by the end of the year, you want to be ten thousand followers and and building that. But what are like more long term goals? Are you thinking shop? Are you thinking like massive warehouse? What kind of? What's your like? What do I say? One year, five year, ten year kind of goal? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So five years. Uh, depending on sales, obviously. <laughs> Um, I do want to save up a lot of profit and get a little shop. Either in like, I want to try and do at least two in the UK in five years, but like a really small shop, you know, like one that's not too expensive to rent. And it might not be like on the high street, but like just off the high street, like down like a side road or something. Yeah. And then just use social media to like get out there even more, and like maybe even like spray like, I don't know if you're allowed to do it, but like spray paint like the. Uh, the pavement outside the shop like checkered colours so when you walk over it you like it makes you look up and look at the shop. <laughs> but maybe the council won't like that. <laughs> or get like a projector, you know, so when you walk under it like projects onto the floor. Um yeah well because all of my printing's done uh through my supplier and we've got such a good connection, it puts a lot of like time. Because especially if I'm doing eighteen hours on the computer and then I have to make people's orders as well. It's like I won't literally sleep. <laughs> yeah. So he does all the, the printing, the packaging, all of the everything for me. And obviously he takes his share at the end of the month, which is like perfect for me because I get to actually focus on everything else. Uh, 10 years, I want to try and get like a van, like a, a big type van, and like cut the side of it off, but like put it onto like a hinge. Right. And then you pull the bar out and then the side of the van flops down onto like two little pegs. And then on the inside of the van, on the wall bit, there's going to be like decking. So we like the van folds out into decking that you can walk onto. Mm. And then I want to make, because I'm pretty good at woodwork, I want to make like a racks that you pull out. And then they've got like 40 t-shirts on each rack. So customers can walk in and out of the van kind of along the decking, like flicking through as if it was like an actual shop. Uh, what for like um, um, festivals and stuff like that or... Yeah, yeah, like festivals, car shows, tattoo, like every every type of festival that I've got a t-shirt for, I'm going to try and get there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. think... I've got the, like, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, I think that's probably something you could do before the store, isn't it? Like, that would make sense to, especially with the way things yeah. are going, like, it would make sense to have the little little van set up rather than... Yeah, a... yeah, true, actually. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then maybe stores in, like, 10 years. <laughs> yeah. I have no but idea. I'm okay at the moment. Yeah. Oh, no, so I have no idea whether, like, if it's a good idea to even have a store anymore. It's hit and miss, isn't it? Like, yeah. so where, do you know what Route 1 is? Yeah. Route 1, where I live in Bath, it's like there's always people in there buying stuff because that's kind of like the only sort of skate shop around here. Mm-hmm. So people are always in and out. Whereas if, like, say if you go down the high street more, there's, like, Primark and, like, TK Maxx and all that sort of stuff. They get people going in there, but like it's not customized. If that makes sense, it's just like a plain T-shirt. Yeah. But yeah, like Route One does pretty well around here, so like they would probably be a competitor, or I could 
potentially like pitch an idea to for them to have like five of my designs in like five sizes uh and like see how that works because yeah, they do it with like patagonia and stuff don't they yeah it'd be quite an easy win to try and get stock there i guess if they can see like social media is doing so well and i can like show them like statistics of what, what i've sold in a short space of time it's like a no-brainer really i hope and especially if they're going to be reopening and looking for stock quite cheap i could try and pitch it to them yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens when everything opens up again because it might be they need local stuff or they might have a load of it sat there because no one's been buying yeah in stores. i've noticed like a lot of stores have been doing like a lot of sales online yeah so like jd are selling shoes at like five pounds if you go to their shop it's like 85 quid you're like are you that desperate at the moment? And I guess they are because they've got all these shops that they have to pay for, don't they? Yeah, all the shops that have been closed. So probably see a load more like closed down and uh, yeah. online become more of a king. That's that's kind of like what I was saying earlier is where, where all these guys are shutting down. Yeah, they might have like an online store, but like what's me, like what's the difference between me and their online store? It's just like, yeah, they probably have more stuff than me, but mine's more of like, customized stuff like i said like illustration tattoo kind of like skater sort of vibes yeah and i don't think i've ever seen like a, a website i probably haven't looked hard enough but that offers that at the moment in the uk that has over yeah. 300 products that can cater for the sort of like emo skater tattoo surfer type vibe t-shirts and like jumpers i don't think i've seen any do it quite that size <laughs> that's what I mean like no one else is doing it so I'm just going to try it if it doesn't work it doesn't work because it's not a single risk to me because I don't print anything until the customer pays for it so uh, I'm only like I might as well just try right like, mm, what's like, it's what's obviously working good? at the moment isn't it so you've gained a lot of following you're gaining sales like something you're yeah, doing is, is working I wrote a few things down because it's quite hard to remember loads of things but I made 5,000 followers in 3 months I've done over a hundred orders in three months. Nice. Two thousand website clicks. Verified in Google in the first four days because I was, I actually like I called them right, and I was like, "Can you help me with this?" And they like they put me straight on there, number one on Google straight away. But <laughs> obviously not for clothing, just for thrill for friends, which I think is pretty easy to do anyway. Yeah. Um, collaborated with five brands already. Uh, reached five or more countries. Built a team of ten members, and the highest e-store for my supplier for one week running, which is pretty big achievement because they supply for companies that have like 28,000 followers. Yeah, that's quite big. So for a little guy like me, like on my own doing everything to be the biggest e-store for that whole week. I know it's only a week, but like it's a good little achievement to have already. Mm, geez, so that's only in three months. So you've got, by the end of the year, yeah. you're going to be massive. You're going to be doing some crazy stuff, I reckon. I hope so. That's why I work so hard. <laughs> You're gonna like um, do a collaboration with a local beer company or something. Yeah, that'd be cool, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like I wanna as long as I like it, I'll collaborate with it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love at the moment I'm trying to work on a, a skateboard collaboration. So it's fully handmade, hand painted skateboards. Okay. So you can't just buy it in a shop it has to be like made by this artist because like she hand draws everything and then she hand paints it too so it's not just 
built on a computer, then printed off, and just stuck onto a skateboard. It's all handmade. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit pricey, but it's like it's handmade. <laughs> yeah, there'll be people that will want that. I'm guessing the artist does like specifics. You can say like, I want a skull with, I don't know, a waterfall, and she'll like do it. Yeah. And like, say if you wanted like your portrait of your face or like someone's name to make it even more personal, she could do like everything. Uh, and like, obviously, because it's a collaboration that we're trying to work on. So once you buy it through my store, I send her the order. She takes her part of the collaboration. I take my part. And that's kind of like I'm making her money and she's making me money. So like we'll benefit off each other. Yeah. Which is like, that's, yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying, because it doesn't, it seems like more brands are doing, um, like more uh, smaller indie brands are doing that, like collaboration thing. Because, like, I've seen it before where brands do collaborations with artists, um, but they just kind of buy the design, sell it. Whereas it feels like, I don't know, I don't want to say like the new wave of brands are, but it does feel like a lot more of us yeah, are no, definitely. working with artists, doing st- stuff that's different, continually supporting artists, because, like, that's something I do. Like, all the people I've worked yeah, with, I try and share, comment, like, and t- continually promote their stuff because, like, they've taken a risk working with me. So I want to make sure that they're kind of looked after a little bit. Yeah, no, definitely, for sure. That's why, like, every picture that I've ever uploaded is always tagged to the person that deserves the credit. So even though, like, people don't talk about their artists that they use, like, they don't want to tag it because they might feel threatened that other brands are going to use it. I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> you know or like my supplier he's in every single picture and like because he supplies such good things for me like i could just like not tag him at all just keep him as like my secret weapon but i'm actually offering his services to ever like other brands to help them mm. so i'm like kind of taking like money out of my own pocket really yeah it's it's a um i think i've said about like gary v before like he's got a load of ideas and he just he'll share them he'll like right here's the idea you do it and a lot of people won't bother. And I think it's the same thing with the like the brand side of it. Like there's so many brands out there, like clothing brands doing this type of stuff. I'm fine with sharing anything I've learned and information because it's like, well, I'm at this point, you're at your point, like you've got the information, you go to it. And most of them yeah. won't bother. So like you're sharing who your supplier is and that's a risk, but I think most people won't even act on it. They'll be like, Oh yeah, no, I might use them. <laughs> Yeah, no, we've we've caught a few people out because I've managed to successfully get at least uh, six other brands to be with my supplier. Yeah, and like it's worked out pretty well for them. Like they've had multiple orders and this he succeeded to do it. So, like it does work, obviously. But you get like the odd few person, like uh, some lady the other day. I don't, I can't really say her name because it's quite embarrassing. But she said that she DM'd him three times and he sent me a screenshot. There wasn't any DMs at all, and I was just like. Oh, how was your how was the chat by the way? And she was like, Yeah, it was really good. We chatted for ages. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no. <laughs> so I just like I didn't I wasn't nasty. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. And just kind of like left it at that. Yeah, that's the thing, you will find that that people just they have all the information but they don't act on it. Um no. that's that's kind of the thing, isn't it? That I I I struggle with it as well, that you um when you you like work a full time job and then you come home and you're like, oh, I really yeah. want this but then Call of Duty calls, and you want to just play Xbox all night. Like I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I sometimes struggle to find that balance. Like I know I should be doing more, 
but yeah. you want your own free time and i think that's the same with a lot of other people like you can tag these artists and um businesses and stuff that have helped you and people will see it and be like oh i'm gonna use them i'm gonna i'm gonna get this artist to do this design for me and, and whatever and then they just don't so I, I can't see it as a bad thing like if you then generate no. more money for that artist or that business that you're helping that in turn yeah. probably helps you so yeah so what i the what, what i do is like so say if a company contacted me like tonight and they were like hey i love your stuff like what do you print on what do you do who's your supplier i gave them as much information as possible and once that company started like doing printing with my supplier and he would then like give me credit to like experiment with new products so it kind of works out for me as well as for them because they're getting high quality t-shirts at good prices uh he's getting money from the company and i'm getting products from him so it's like a big circle that's like like tick 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 type thing yeah i can't so see a bad like, it's a way to, to doing that like the only thing is, is if the t-shirt arrives at your door and you don't like the quality but like usually we do like a free sample anyway so it's not like there's no bad in it at all <laughs> mm. like if you don't like it you don't like it you don't have to carry on like supplying or work with us you know not going to force you to do anything obviously <laughs> it definitely feels like the the newer style of brands i've seen i've kind of made friends with we're all doing that sort of side of it where we are like promoting each other talking to each other helping one another like you're all in this shitty business together like it makes sense to try and help each other out because if someone succeeds and gets massive you'd hope that they wouldn't just suddenly drop everyone else and be like right i'm done see you later like yeah, no, definitely. I see that a lot. So obviously, like I said, I've been on Instagram for like six years. Not yeah. from a business side, but as like an ambassador. And there's companies that are like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And then they see that I have like, I used to have 20,000 followers, but because I mass unfollowed a load of people, Instagram like put me on the naughty list and were like, you're a fake account because you've just unfollowed 6,000 people in one night type oh. thing. So I kind of lost a lot of people to that because they didn't look at my, and they, even today, like I still struggle with like, getting 100 likes because instagram just doesn't like me anymore so i kind of need to like make a new personal page i feel like but where i've done it for six years i'm kind of like i don't really want to <laughs> yeah that makes sense but um no yeah so like that sort of side of things that like, you see companies come and go all the time like i actually feel so old because of how many brands that i've seen like say all this stuff and do stuff and then you see the guys that get up there and they just don't talk to you anymore or the guys that just drop off completely yeah and it's, I can't even count how many people have done it. <laughs> I think that's what I'm hoping for. Like I've said that I'm in this for the long haul. Like I just want to keep doing it forever because eventually I'll get somewhere with it and then I'll be happy and I can like, I don't know, stop doing my shitty nine to five job. But I don't want to get to the point where I'm like absolutely massive. And like I said, you see those massive brands that are like, aren't really hands on anymore. Yeah. It's all like, like they pay people to do it. Yeah, I'd quite still like to, I don't know, oversee like the Instagram, chat with other brands, chat with artists and just not be out of touch with it. Because, yeah, there's there's quite a few that, that like big clothing brands um, that I've seen rise recently and you like message yeah. them and you don't get a response or you like because there's it's like so an automated many, one. Yeah, like you leave a comment on one of their posts and you're like, this design is absolutely amazing. Like I'm really jealous, like well done, guys. And they just like it or they just ignore you and comment on all the other ones. And you're like, really? Like, it's not very nice, is it? Like, well, I, I, I think they just they, they see it as a threat or something, don't they? Like, if, oh, if I comment on this, then whatever. But like, it's just weird, yeah. You, a simple like or a, or a comment back or 
something. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's that out of touch bit or they've just got somebody doing it and they've got strict instructions not to communicate with brands or what, but... Just just do your job and shut up. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. No, I don't no, want to no, I understand. I don't want to get to that I, where I'm shit yeah. on everyone else. Like. You definitely will get to that level though because you've got such great potential of like, your designs and that consistency of your style of the brand. Mm. It's quite hard to come across a brand like I don't think I've ever seen a brand like yours, like your yeah. style. Mine's so, I feel like mine's just a slow burn. Like I've not really gained a massive amount of following, but I've got a consistent set of people, I guess. I don't know. I'm doing it the other way to what you're doing it. I'm trying to like slowly build up like consistent designs and artists and like a theme. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's gonna take absolutely ages, but I'm kinda happy doing it, so so well, you definitely did it right. Yeah. And like you said, you work nine to five, whereas I work nine to five on my on my website. <laughs> so if you did have more time, like you would obviously do more, you know. I'm looking forward like, to I the day look at when uh, yeah. this has got big enough that I can go like part time at work. Because I think that's gonna be the key. Like as soon as you can go part time and you've got like half a stable income and half a like entrepreneur style income that's when it's going to be absolutely key and I'm, I'm going to be able to like smash um so hard with the brand no, yeah definitely you've definitely got great potential there like honestly if i'm like to be totally honest from like being on instagram for so long so many people come and go and like you like you said you have that consistency there already numbers on instagram literally mean nothing anymore yeah like yeah i've just reached like almost six thousand followers but I even struggle to get 100 likes on days. Like, people just follow. They probably won't even look at your stuff. They just follow you. That's it. Like, oh, cool. And then, like, they probably won't even catch up with your post or Instagram doesn't show you your post. So, yeah, like, I try to look at Because even the bigger companies, right? So, I follow a few brands that have, like, 200,000 followers. They struggle to get, like, 600 likes sometimes. And I, I look at that as, like, is that a fake account or... I don't know. But, like, I do know, like, from a personal point of view like especially with my personal page i struggle to get 60 likes from like ten thousand people so like it is quite hard and just because you've got because even speaking to a few brands at the very start of Filth of friends i wanted to get some insights on things mm -hmm. so i was asking them like oh how are your sales doing like is it all right so i screenshotted them a picture of my sales for the first month and they were like kurt like how have you done this like yeah, I know a lot of that probably was friends and family that I've like forced to buy stuff. <laughs> but they were like, we've not even done that in this whole year and you've just done it in your first month. Like, tell me how you've done this type thing. Yeah. So, and they were quite big brands as well. Like, to be honest with you, like they are quite, they're like 10, 20,000 followers, right? And in my first month, like you said, I've done more than them. So just because they have these numbers, it doesn't actually necessarily mean they have sales. They probably just have good social media like skills. Yeah, that's the risk, isn't it? That they look like they're big, but then when you start looking yeah. at all the other little bits, you're like, hmm. I think I think a lot of those brands get stuck in like um, trying to beat sales and stuff as well. So they're consistently going into like, oh, here's a discount code, here's a sale, like <laughs> just mental breakdown. Where just like have this, yeah. have that. Look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> it's tricky because you do want the sales because selling stuff yeah. then means it's more great. money, which means you can then put more products out. But I guess you're not chasing the sale as much because you don't have all those overheads. Like, yeah. It is direct to garment. You don't have to pay until you've sold something, whereas all the other brands, like the old style way was like screen print, isn't it? So 
yeah, they like probably Bible. are chasing the sale more. They can't make put out a new design until they've shifted a load of the old merch. Yeah, that's kind of like because obviously, like like I said, I've been around for like six odd years, working with so many brands, so I know what their t-shirt quality is like. I know what their prints like. I've before I fully went, were like along with Frog for Friends, I sat down with one t-shirt from each individual brand that I've worked with, and I I sort of like played around with like the the logo and like stretched it, pulled it. Like, obviously not to the extent where I was going to break it, mm. but, like, you know, like, just giving it a quick little check just to see what it was like. I yeah. put all that, just like, into, like, a, a Word document, and I was like, okay, so this brand has this, this supplier. And then I, I was literally just chatting along to, there's a company called XL Apparel, yep. who I do a lot of pictures for, and he was like, Kurt, we realized, like, that you love your clothes. Like, why didn't you ever bring your own brand out? So they sent me a link to my current supplier, and straight from there I just went straight he was like I actually ordered a Gildan but he sent me um, my my current supplier of t-shirts as a, as a sample so I ordered a Gildan but he gave me a free sample t-shirt of a different uh, supplier mm. so he was like I really really recommend you use these instead of Gildan so like I was like okay because like from like all the other brands that I've ever known of they've always given me like a Gildan t-shirt or something a little bit more or yeah, a little bit less. It's, it's pretty much the starting out, like, basic, isn't it? So, Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put Phil for Friends on the t-shirt. I'm going to have a heavy cotton Gildan t-shirt. Let's go. Let's do it. I ordered it. Uh, a few days later, it come through. I, I wore the Gildan. I was like, yeah, this is actually really cool. Like, it feels like all the other t-shirts. And I was like, wait, what the hell is that? And it was, like, super soft. And it literally felt like you're inside of, like, a like a quilt or something like really really cozy and I was just like yeah this is what I'm gonna go for and I was just like I want a hundred of these today please <laughs> obviously okay. I didn't because it's DTD you didn't like actually order it but yeah. yeah I was like yeah I want this one now <laughs> and ever since I haven't looked back there's probably like better stuff out there there's probably worse stuff out there but like personally to me I always order at least one of each individual product so one hat one pair of socks like one t-shirt one hoodie and I give it like a little product like test run first before obviously my supplier prints it yeah that makes a lot of sense so at least i get to feel it and touch it and like pull it and give it all these different tests that like once i'm okay with like having my name on it he just prints it and sends it to them so it's like it's good it's definitely a cheap way of doing it and it, i do recommend like if anyone does ever like want to start their own brand and they don't have the money to do like screen print just yet to potentially like start up dtg and then like work up to screen print yeah i've i've been massively struggling with that because like i've seen your rise and a couple of others um and they're doing direct to garment i'm like oh man like i've always done screen prints <laughs> but i'm kind of dabbling in the others um and the what's it like heat transfer the that seems yeah. like it's absolutely massive at the moment and that used to be trash like when i first started looking into like starting a brand in 2012 i think it was like heat transfer was just terrible and it used to flake and just crumble like after a couple of washes yeah whereas now it seems like it is the thing and a lot of brands are getting success with it so i think it's almost yeah it's very old school doing screen printing now but i would probably it's definitely the best though like yeah, quality wise i might it lasts kinda, for years doesn't it yeah i might keep dabbling in like both and do like start experimenting more with director garment a little bit and then um do like if i'm going to do a limited run of i don't know like 20 or 50 t-shirts whatever do as a screen print yeah. and be like look this is a one-time print it's limited to 50 like it's only these sizes once it's gone it's gone 
because that yeah definitely has a bit of a draw as well. No, yeah, definitely. That's what I was going to try and do because obviously the eco side of things as well. I was going to try find uh, a company or I think my current supplier does it actually where it's all like old school screens like screen printing where it's just like a wooden box and you do it with your hand and like the the squeegee thing and it's all like plant based like screen print and you just print it over the t-shirt yeah and have like maybe 20 of them just have like 20 really really like high quality screen printed t-shirts that are going to last for the next 50 years because <laughs> i like i said where i do work with a lot of brands they do tell me little bits and bobs of like different products to like use and not to use from like their personal experience and a good a good guy uh is from vladen uh he does like loads of outdoor wear but he has like really old school scandinavian like sort of techniques on how to print t-shirts because his mum and dad used to do it way back in like the 80s and stuff oh, and okay. he's got t-shirts from the 60s that look brand new till today and it's all hand printed by his like mum and dad Oh, God. all across like scandinavia so yeah like all that sort of stuff like i've sort of put into play as well i was like i would love to do that because imagine having a t-shirt that like yeah you might get a bit like bigger or a bit skinnier or you know like you might get taller or shorter over the years but that t-shirt will always come with you like you can literally do anything to that t-shirt and it will not move because it's like of how well made it is mm. um, dtg is great though we've not had a single problem we've done 65 washes on a t-shirt and it still looks the same so yeah. it's not like it's not bad. I think, but like, I think obviously I've still got it in my head that like I said, I think it was two thousand and twelve when I started to was two thousand twelve around I don't know, yeah, two thousand twelve. Um when I started to look at like all the brands that I like, like Johnny Cupcakes and stuff, and he did screen printing and I was like, right. And then you start looking at director garment and that yeah very good back then. It used to kind of be more like a gimmicky type thing. And it's the same with heat transfers. It used to just be like, I don't know, the like um promotional style tees were heat press because they didn't last very long but you only need them for like a couple of events type thing um so i think i'm kind of stuck in that like i really enjoy screen printing and i've built from it like doing the one order yeah. and then rolling the money back in and rolling it in and rolling it in but from what you've been doing and what other brands have been doing it makes a lot of sense to try and dabble in a bit of like director garment because it, it literally costs nothing and it means you can keep putting designs out and reaching people yeah, no, for sure. Like it, like you said, like you can use your profits on other things then instead of having to risk like a new design and do another fifty of it or twenty-five of it. You can now bring out that design for absolutely free. Maybe order yourself one if you really want to, just having pictures and so on, or just give to like an ambassador. But literally, any other than that, it's literally completely free. All you need is like a mock-up of it, and it's just good to go. Because <laughs> obviously, you already have chose your. The quality of t-shirt you want it on and before obviously you set up a supplier sort of thing you kind of know what it's going to be like already so like there literally is like a no loss to it really it's mm. all just there ready to go and that's like what i'm trying to tell to like a lot of good friends and like companies that i chat to is like the way that i'm using dtg is i'm using it to my advantage like i'm not sat around waiting for things to be sold i'm just bringing it out as fast as i can and it's going out almost just as fast because people like i said they have the accessibility to buy it whereas like obviously with a lot of like screen printing stuff like you have to do that build up don't you where it's like coming out next week or next month this 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 yeah and then like making all those pre-orders and like making all this stuff and then making people buy it before you bring the next one out whereas i'm just like 
tonight I'll just bring out 20 designs and then tomorrow I'll just bring out another 50 and I'm just like, here you go. And because I know that it's so like, the designs are so different but they still have the TFT logo on them, it does sell because of like how much of a variety there is. Yeah, it's not crazy. Like I'm not trying to big myself up or anything but it does work. Like That's all I can honestly say. Because like, they have that ability to buy a lot of things that are very different in one place. Mm, yeah it sounds like you've put a lot of thought into just the whole aspect of it and kind of what you want and where you want to go and it's uh it's really cool i'm looking forward to seeing like end of the year kind of where where you're at and what you've done and uh i think it's gonna be hopefully, interesting hopefully it's gonna be a good one like i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna do less than 18 hours a day i know i need to and i probably will like once i've finished having my operations and stuff and i do eventually get two hands back but i'll be working even faster then <laughs> I just sense. If, if it's what you want from life it. then it makes sense to pursue it and to, to go as hard as you can I guess yeah like and like you said like with COVID and stuff at the moment because I can't really go back to work because my work is working on properties yeah Um, down in Devon like what I do is I add cladding to buildings and all that is is just like a plastic sort of it's like giving your house a facelift and it costs so much money but with like guidelines and stuff and because I can't really travel there and stuff like that it's just like stopping me from doing it so until that day comes like through that I can actually do it like I'm just pushing this so hard even though like say if I made one pound a month profit off this company I would still do 18 hours a day like I want to I'm proud to say like so if I'm like going to meet someone like new they're like hi like what's your name? I'm like hi, I'm Kurt. And then like you talk about yourself. The first thing I say is I I run a clothing brand because I'm like so proud, even though it's like hardly anything to anyone right now. Yeah. But like even when I went to the uh, the hospital the other day to get my, because like after you've had an operation, you have to have an X-ray to make sure that the bar's still in place. Yeah. The guy that was taking the X-ray was chatting to me, and he was like. I love your hat, like, with the panther on it. Like, where'd you get that from? And I was like, I make it. And I showed him the website, and he was like, oh, have you got, like, any um, sort of, like, surfer stuff? And I was like, yeah. So I sent him straight up to the T-shirt page and, like, the surfer T-shirts. Hmm. And then because of, obviously, he was helping me out, like, for the NHS and stuff, I gave him a code to, like, save him a lot of money. Nice. And I was like, use that code tonight. And then that night, his name came up on the website and brought it straight away. And okay. I know for the fact, like, when I go back there in, like, three or four weeks' time to get the cast taken off, he's going to like chat to me about it and like a few of the nurses have brought a few things as well so it's like I'm building like relationship wherever I go because I'm like because they are the NHS and obviously they do so much for us and stuff like that I was like helping my hand out and stuff I I like I gave them this code that like saves them 50% of their basket I know it takes money out of my own pocket but like they're obviously they're helping me with my hand at the same time yeah but then you like like you said as well it's doing that relationship isn't it you're chatting to these people you're getting them on board with your brand you're giving them 50% off it might be that then they like your design and come back for something else and then they might tell their friends and yeah it's it's definitely a good way of doing it and like the lady she was like yeah my daughter just brought a t-shirt off you as well not obviously not with the same code but she's like she brought it straight up because like where where the hospital's so local to me like they all live quite locally in the village yeah so it's like eventually my whole village is going to be kitted out with tft i think <laughs> i'm just going to be like go down to the post office hi do you want to, do you want to like some of this and just try and get everyone in it <laughs> <laughs> but no it is it's is quite cool like how fast this grew like and all that sort of stuff in the last three months i know like my instagram has been around since november but that was like very hit and miss i literally put like one hour a day into it not even that 
and it was just like I didn't really think anything of it because it was so early and I like I said with the first ever logo that I dropped was the Thrill for Threads and the Fancy Font it was cool but it was just like I need something that's a bit short and snappier you know yeah and you've, you've still got it so you can always bring it back at some other point yeah, yeah I'm going to do like the I want to try to do like a retro collection so it's like I've done like a, a Kraken design which I brought off Fiverr at the very very start of the company uh it cost me like i think it was like 12 pounds oh i've seen and it this guy was, yeah 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 i just bring it back like two days ago and people were like yes it's the kraken and i was like it was only like three months ago that i stopped selling it <laughs> <laughs> but they were like it's so cool to like see that like i've because I, I actually do dm a lot of people like on a day-to-day basis i talk to about 30 people just like hey how's your day even if they don't message me first just to try and like make sure that like I'm still kind of like relevant and like just caring about if they're all right. Yeah. Um, and with like, with being an ambassador, you kind of got to like do the exact same with like companies. You got to like make sure that the company's all right and make sure that you still got that sort of like friendship there. Cause I, I know a lot of brands, like you said earlier as well, like where they've noticed that I've built my own brand, they're kind of just like backed off a little bit. And like if, if he's got his own brand, why is he wanting to take pictures for us type thing? But, like, I don't see that as a competition. I see that as, like, a collaboration for me. I'm like, I don't want to be a go against you. I want to work with you. Like, I'm not going to stop taking pictures for you just because I've got my own brand, you know? Mm, it's like the old guard not welcoming the new, isn't it? Like, yeah. you should, they should want to learn from you and, and gain as much knowledge as possible so that they don't disappear. Because no, yeah, if you found someone that works at the moment, it might be that they need to learn from it and adapt their business to make it work. That's exactly what I do. Like every single day, I've given people tips, and these companies that I've spoken to, like I've been around since I even before I started Instagram. So that's longer than six years ago, and they're sat at like a thousand followers, two thousand followers, and they're like, "Kurt, help us!" And like, I don't charge them. I just give them like a few tips, and hopefully it helps them. Because I'm like, I'm not anything special. Like I literally, yeah, I put a lot of hours in. That's probably what pays off the most, but. It's just, I'm just another clothing brand, if you think about it. Yep, that is the hard part, uh, part around trying to um, differentiate yourself from all the other clothing brands, because there's so many. So, yeah, it's really tricky trying to make it, that's, make it stand out. Yeah, that's kind of like why I went down the route of like just not having like five designs. I wanted like a thousand designs. I wanted to make sure that people knew that if they wanted something, they know where to get it. So, like, you know, as soon as you click on ASOS, even though you, you don't really want to buy anything, you just want to look in, like, maybe the sales section, you're always going to buy something because it's, like, it's cheap, it's there, and you want it, type thing. Mm, that makes sense. It's definitely a good way of um, of doing it. Because, like, like, like I said, like, no one else is really doing that in this sort of industry at the moment. Yeah, it's very smart. <laughs> it's like putting like a hundred and eventually I even thought about building my own platform where I would bring on maybe 10 other brands that are happy to, to come into my website and sell through my website. Uh, uh, like with artwork that we've worked together on. So then the brands are making money as well as me making money as well as uh, like the supplier making money. So it's like a big like triangle. So yeah. the customer buys it. We take our shares, the supplier takes their share and it's like a win-win for everyone. That's cool. So, like, yeah, working with, like, smaller brands and doing, like, a three-piece T-shirt release or something, and then it's on your site, yeah. and then if you sell any, you kick them some money through or whatever. Yeah, that's cool. And, like, I really, like, I'm all for helping people all the time. Like, 
and where I've done so much SEO work, I'm getting like almost a hundred uh, page visits a day. It's not guaranteed, obviously. Some days you get sixty, some days you get fifty, but it's never below fifty. The way how much like effort I've put into it, and yeah, that's not guaranteed sales, but it's people that. So say if you had a hundred followers right now and you contacted me and you're like, hey. I would like to do a collaboration with you. I wouldn't look at you as a 100 follower account and be like, no, I'm not going to benefit off you. I look at that as in like, so if they've got 100 followers, that's 100 people that know them. Yeah. So those 100 people can know about me. So obviously you work on some sort of like design together. Don't put too much time into it because obviously there's not much going to come out of it unless it sells well. So I like I look at that as in like, yeah, so they've got 100 people. They're coming to me. I try and help them the most I can. Uh, on my website, uh, two days ago, I actually put a category called collaboration category. So every t-shirt that I've collaborated with, it goes straight to the collaboration t-shirt. So you've got all the t-shirts I've worked with other brands and artists. Ah, uh, that's so that would go so, yeah, in. You can you can see like everything. You can see all the the brands. Yeah. So like I I put our one on there uh, a few days ago. So if you go to t-shirts or hoodies or whatever, whatever we bring up together, it comes up as like a filter, and you click categories. And it drops down with all the t-shirts and hoodies that I've worked with. And so at the very top, it comes up with the brand first. It doesn't have anything to do with Thrill for Friends. So with our one, especially, the, the No Love, no Self Love Club, yeah. straight away at the top of the product page, it says Doom and Gloom in big letters. So people know that it's from like you as well as me. Because obviously they're on my website, so they know it's from me. But they don't necessarily know you if they haven't like known of you, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's really cool. So I labeled the t-shirt as Doom and Gloom. So when they click on it, I do need to work on the description on every single product though, because obviously I just copy and paste stuff where I've got so many products. But hopefully today or tomorrow, I'm going to try and put a bit more as in like doom and gloom are based in blah, 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 uh, and like everything about you. So that they know more about you. So it's not just, I'm just contacting you to use your name. Like the reason why I wanted to collaborate with you is because and so on and so on and like what you're about. So then people know more about, it's not just a t-shirt with a logo on it. It's more like personal to you. That makes sense. Yeah, that's good. It's it it makes sense because then you're like helping other people out rather than just uh oh, I want to work with them. I'll get some of their followers. I'll maybe get some sales, and then I'll move on to the next one. Like yeah, it's no, cool. no, I don't do that. <laughs> I literally, like I said, I yeah, at the very very start, I did follow seven thousand people. So that's probably where most of my followings come from. And yeah, they probably might not want to buy anything off me, and it's just a number on a screen. But those seven thousand people that I followed, I did kind of choose like sort of who they were if that makes sense yeah so there's no like kids on there there's no it's just random tattoo people all across the world that i would it's just me trying to it sounds horrible but kind of like trying to judge people by by their profile picture Mm -hmm. it's like if they've got tattoos they might like these tattoo t-shirts if if they've got a skateboard in their picture they might like the skateboard like that sort of thing it is tricky starting out and i think that like um that follow for follow thing is really shitty but it works in the beginning like you do yeah. need to, to get to like i mean a hundred is is good and then a thousand is even better and then from there you probably just want to actually start being more consistent than you rather than just like follow yeah. a bunch of people and hope they follow you back and then having no interaction with them i think yeah when you reach that like thousand mark is when you just need to start being a bit more consistent because then it feel it's horrible because like you, you said um numbers don't really matter but they kind of do in that respect like yeah i to a lot of people they do right yeah i struggled until i got to like that thousand and then when people clicked on it they were like oh they've got a thousand for it and then they started looking and like i had some interactions with like different people in in the comments and stuff so when people clicked on it they're like oh they're actually a brand that like 
is a bit more um, chatty than some of the other ones. Like, so yeah, that that first couple of hundred, couple of thousand is definitely key. Um, and then after that, yeah, building the relationships and chatting to people. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, I actually had a message two nights ago, and this this lady was like, um, "My credit card's not working on your website," and she was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you actually messaged me back on the same day. No one ever does that to me, and I buy a lot of stuff online." Hmm. And it kind of made me a bit sad because, like, she's using a hard like own like money. Luckily, like, I was following her back, but like, yeah, she was just like, "I can't believe you're actually speaking to me," and I was like, "I'm nothing special, really." <laughs> like, this. Obviously, I'm going to help you if you need help, or even if you just say hi, I'm going to try to say hi back if I actually see your message. Yeah, that's another thing that's weird that like brands don't do. I'll I'll try and do that as much as possible, and I've started doing it. Is um people's like on the grid and stuff. I'm scrolling through, and something's interesting, and they ask a question, I'll try and respond. Or like if they do yeah. it as I'm clicking through the stories, if they've done something or they've got something cool, I'll like try and message them and be like, oh my god, that's amazing, and then you try and build that like little bit of a relationship with them and then they're more likely to when you have a post like it or comment or talk about you as well or just even see like the name recognition they then tend to remember yeah. who you are they're like oh yeah doom and gloom yeah cool like so that's something that really helps as well that's yeah that's definitely like one thing that i'm heavily marketed that works so well with me at the moment is i i've been looking into doing like point rewards so like you you get points for buying stuff off our website so yeah. it's kind of like when you go to Tesco's and you buy something, you use your club card to earn points to save money in the future. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, I put that into perspective, but through my website. So when you spend, I think it's £10, you get a pound back. So then if you want to buy a £10 t-shirt, you spend £100 and you've got a £10 t-shirt for free. Does that make sense? Like, in that respect? Yeah, that's decent. That's just, it's a good reward system, actually. So like my customers like get rewarded for being with me saving the planet eco-friendly t-shirt like everything like there's not like a negative about my company at the moment which i'm i'm proud to say <laughs> i'm not i'm not like using anything like animal skin for my ink or anything like that it's all we've got license for everything like that's how important it is to us at the moment we had to get licensing for our vegan ink uh it's all plant-based um the t-shirt's all fair trade as well we got like sec- like certificates for that so it is like I am doing it all right, although it seems all fast. Behind the scenes, I am spending a lot of time making sure that, like we said, we even check the moisture in our t-shirts. It's not just sat on a shelf. Yeah, that's crazy. It is like there's a moisture gauge on the wall that tells you how much moisture is in the air, and then it goes through this machine that tells you if it's okay. Because with DTG, I don't know if uh, people know much about it, but like it's not just a transfer you stick onto a t-shirt. It's like with white cotton, it's like injected into it like a tattoo. Yeah. So it sits in the cotton instead of on it. So you can run your hand over the white cotton t-shirt that we sell and you won't feel the print at all because it's inside of the t-shirt. That's decent. But like when there's, a mo- when there's like moisture in there, once you add ink to moisture, it kind of like, uh, how do I explain it? Like, it like runs a bit, doesn't yeah. it? Smudges yeah, it runs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like it is quite a big risk to us to do it. Whereas if we were just to put a transfer or a screen print, it would probably just sit on top of it. But like, yeah, yeah, that's that's one of the main reasons why we do it also, because obviously we don't want all our t-shirts to run, because that'd be a big, like, obviously we wouldn't ship it to you if it does that, but it'd be a big loss for us at the printing side of things, because we'd have to keep buying t-shirts. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like you're putting in an absolute ton of effort and thinking about everything and trying to be as, uh, um, well. Cover everything. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. 
Um, have you any questions or any thoughts or anything like to, to wrap it um, up? Yeah, uh, questions. I did have some <laughs> written down, but my computer's, because it's been so long, it's kind of locked itself, so I can't see them. <laughs> uh, questions, questions. Or just any other thoughts that you have around it, like if you want to, if there was something specifically you wanted to mention that we haven't covered, or I think we've covered pretty much everything. I know the ambassador side of things isn't too much to talk about because it literally is just taking pictures for companies. Yeah, and like depending on their following and like how successful they are, I do charge like different prices. Um, but no, I'm just all for like helping people. Really, I'm not really. Although it's good to have money because uh, money helps everything, right? But yeah. like. Yeah, I'm making a decent profit now because I've put so much time and effort into actually doing it. But, like, I'm not actually all about that um, side of things. Like, when an order comes through, it's, like, great because you're, like, someone's actually buying something that you've made. And, yeah, you've got that, like, extra bit of profit in your pocket. But I kind of – I want to build as many friendships and, like, business partners as possible until I reach 10K to then, like, use to my advantage. And just completely put Phil for Freds on every single post, page, sticker, <laughs> ad, um, literally everywhere. Just so people, even if they don't buy anything, just so they know the name. Mm, yeah, I think you're going to get there. Like, um, like we've kind of said, you've covered everything. You've thought about stuff. You're giving money to charity. You're doing the vegan ink. You're like organic t-shirts. You're yeah. just conscious of everything. Um, it is going <laughs> to be kind of like interesting. OCD, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, to come December like where yeah. your brand is what you've done who you've worked with um i think it's gonna be an interesting year actually i hope so because like what like you said everything is so like positive like the eco the vegan the, the charity and when as we grow we could donate more money and we can bring it like bring out the next tier stuff that like the higher like designers make you know so you say like if you bring out a bag that a lot of brand like brands bring out like you can do you know, like designer stuff that's worth like they sell it for like six hundred pounds. Yeah. In the future, we would bring out that six hundred pound bag, but we sell it for like a hundred pounds. Like we yes. wouldn't want to overcharge people. I think that's the really about that life. You don't, you don't want to get that big where like yeah. you know, you're selling stuff just to actually make money when you because being in the like clothing brand industry, you kind of know roughly how much stuff costs, and when people are selling like. A t-shirt that probably only cost them a tenner to buy and like a couple of quid to make. That makes you laugh, doesn't it? And then they're selling it for like 40, 50 quid and you're like, that is ridiculous. But fair play if people are buying it and then you're like, oh, well, don't it's think I ever want to get to that stage. Because you are kind of like, it is like broad daylight robbery. Because yeah. like, like you said, you know how much it costs. Other brands know how much it costs, but like customers that like don't have that accessibility to find out how much stuff like that costs. They're just like sat there with their forty pounds buying the t-shirt that they just made for like eight pounds, and it's like it's horrible to see. But that's why I sell stuff at twenty because I know, like, because that all that twenty pound that you buy one t-shirt for that goes into the vegan, the charity, the, the cotton, the fair trade, that goes into profits to bring up more products in the future. Like today we bring up the duffel bags, and like so on and so on. And so at the end of the day, I'm only left with like maybe a fiver, something mm. like that. But that's it, though. And then that fiver goes back into ambassadorships, so it's not even in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If you can show that you're doing all the things that you are and you're not charging an arm and a leg, then people kind of appreciate that a bit more, I think. Yeah. I think, like, £20 is a decent price for a T-shirt. Uh, especially, like, if it's, like, decent quality, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. But you know, I, I did have questions for you, but the computer shut down, so I can't <laughs> ask you. That's Sorry about that. I was trying to work out how long it's been. I think it says, I think it's almost reaching like two hours, maybe. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's not bad. I just, uh, I don't want to bore people with uh, <laughs> if <laughs> we're starting to, If we're starting to run out of stuff to say, I don't want to be like, um, yeah, so tell me about. Yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> um, I do, I think we have covered everything, to be honest. Yeah. If anyone like wants to know anything else, just like message us and we can try and answer it. I guess. Yeah. I think we have covered covered everything. Nice. I've said it to a lot of people, but um, I'm gonna start looping around. I think and grabbing the people that I chatted to in the beginning. So we'll have to like yeah. schedule another podcast in in like December, and we can well, like, like a catch about... up type thing. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting to kind of document Look. where you are now, and then document what's happened for the rest of I'm the year. I'm gonna try even harder now. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I reached 100,000 followers. Like, I've done this. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I've opened my own store. I now run a coffee shop. I do this. <laughs> bit, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I am. I'm gonna try and make the next podcast even better. Now. <laughs> make sure of it. I'll try and get everyone to uh, share it as well, so we can try and get some more people on. Awesome. I think. Where Where is the? Oh, let me find it. I think the one that's reached the most actually is the one I did with um. Simo from uh, That Life. Yeah, yeah. I think I so. actually listen to every single podcast at the moment. I remember they're you said so today, which is crazy. Some of them are absolutely terrible, but no, they're good. They're good. Uh, yeah. So the one with That Life clothing was 142 plays. Oh wow! That's the most listened to podcast. So it's great to like listen to though, like people's stories and like how. They do things, although they're in the same industry, how they slightly do things slightly different. And like, like little tips and tricks of like what they can and can't do so that you don't do the same. Mm. Yeah, no, it's definitely been interesting. I need to get back on actually and start doing more podcasts. At the moment, I've done 17 episodes and I'm on almost 900 listens. Oh, that's great. I've got a few people for you as well too. Um, I'll, I'll message you after this and they want to do a podcast with you, like from a supplier's side of things and like a tattooist oh, side of things and stuff like that. I think that's what they're definitely up for. Just chat. I don't, it doesn't necessarily want to be brands or whatever, but like just I want to chat to interesting people and just open people's yeah. minds and opinions to different points of view. This is kind of what I want. So, no, honestly, like where they also like obviously like the tattooist has her own brand and she runs like from the uk and is a small business owner as well so that's like like kind of two things like as as we're doing here that's like the ambassador and the brand owner it's like a podcast you could do like a tattooist and brand owner and then like the supplier and he's also got his own brand as well so it's like it is all clothing related but it's also like different sides of the story as well mm. that's awesome all right i'll uh end it there thank you for coming yeah. on and chatting to me i know we've been talking about doing it for absolutely ages so it's nice that you've uh, no, done it. been a while hasn't it <laughs> really no, it's good right. take it easy man all right and you bye bye